If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness, like how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. What did you just say? What? <laughs> the A Show. Where smart is the new sexy. And now, April Hunter. Hey, all my smart and beautiful people. I am thrilled to death to welcome back Linda Martouche for part two of her series. She is, in case you missed the first one and you're going to want to catch it, she is an experiencer, an expert in UFO, ET, and Contact. She's worked with Dr. Greer, and she has a documentary in production. She is very, very smart about this kind of stuff, and she has excellent timing because of what just happened. I'm sure lots of you have questions about what the hell's going on, what this means in the bigger picture. Linda is here to explain these things to us, and if you have questions, please ask. So welcome, everybody, and this is my lovely co-host and producer, Ray Hernandez. Big you know what's Hernandez. you know what's love you know what's lovely L Linda's camera. It's awesome. I know, I know. You look beautiful tonight. Freaking amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I was I was telling Ray this is my full color night vision camera. This is the camera I take out when I do night work because it'll record the sky at night. That's so I've awesome. captured some uh, some pretty unusual stuff with this camera. That is oh. awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah, well, that's so cool. And by the way, uh, why aren't you wearing blue? Didn't you get the memo, April? I I I did not. I See, to rain, 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 I'm, I'm the I'm the like cream it. in between. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, we already have some people jumping in the chat right now. Uh, yeah. The number will grow as we uh, as we move along. Uh, but yes. uh, yeah, Linda, welcome back to the show. We're really freaking excited to happen to have you back. And and Thank you're you. right, April. Linda came back. Mm -hmm. at a at a really really interesting time and before you got you girls get into anything i just want to say one thing linda and i am on record saying this okay about 2018 i was doing uh, a podcast so 2019 with bin hameen this one of one of the one of the hosts here uh april's very uh, familiar with him and i just had this thing in my heart and my soul and a lot of the people that listen to me on the wrestling podcast know that i've said i felt that in t by 2023 we here on this earth would, and I just I just threw out that 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 year would not only know uh, aliens exist, but we will start interacting with them. And I think two people kind of hit me up like, "Oh my god!" And they brought it to my attention. They reminded me. I'm wondering if uh, if there's a reason why this year is popped into my head. But I'm excited to talk to you about uh, what's going on right now. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I think the clock is ticking. Mm. And Wait, I'm I don't like the way you said that. That scares me. Well, no, 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 no. Oh. I mean, I didn't mean that. Well, I mean, there are some things to be concerned about, oh. but I, I didn't, I didn't mean the ETs. I, it's not like that. Um, but I think, I think there's a deadline. Is that the clock going off? That I should, she said the clock was ticking. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Literally, the clock is ticking. There, there you go. There you go. Time's up. <laughs> oh, no. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's funny because I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and we were talking about uh, 26, October 26. But what's got to happen before that is that, um, you know, they got to get folks ready. They got to, they got, it's a big thing. And what I, it, okay. For me, I'm laughing, but I, I want your impression now. Did you watch any of the UAP, the stuff on the, on the TV? Did you watch any of that? Yeah. Did you watch the whole thing? Or? No, no. Only bits and pieces. Okay. Little, bit, little bits. Yeah. Um, I was wondering what your impression was. I mean, were you um, like, Oh my God, they're here. They're here. Or um, yeah, yeah, whatever. Or because the, the the sense that I got is pretty much everybody's like, well, ho hum. Now I got to go pick up the dry cleaning, you know. Um, yeah, but or I, why you know, why now? What are they trying to distract us from? Well, mm. that, I, that that could be part of it because there's a lot of stuff going on they don't want us to know about. But I think what they're really trying to do is set a stage. Mm-hmm. for something that could be coming in the future and to kind of bring us along, wake us up and say, Hey, Hey, Hey. And, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of funny because the whole, uh, like the people who are into this and have been following all of this time and sort of feeling like we're, you know, the redheaded stepchild, nobody's believing us and we've had these experiences and we want to share it and nobody's listening. They're like, ha ha ha, look at the goofball over there. Right. Well, now we have a little bit of, you know, we, we can, put a stake in the sand and now we got a place to stand, go look, look, look. But they brought this guy out, this grush guy. Right. And it's like, does he remind you of a boy scout? Mm. Did, uh, no. Um, yes. No. A little bit. He, just, he was so <laughs> earnest and, he, and his face is, he's got, he's just like, everything is like big and bold about this guy. Right. And um, I thought, well, he's kind of a strange guy to bring out, but mm. um, you know, there's some, there's some reasons for it. Right. Uh, in the first place, he didn't have any firsthand knowledge. And he always said, well, somebody told me or I've heard or I'm aware of or something. But it's not like he actually went out in the field and did a craft recovery or, you know, recovered bodies or something, which has been going on for a very long time. But everything mm-hmm. was secondhand. Mm-hmm. So if they get in trouble, they can walk him back and he can just sort of like disappear into the, you know, whatever. And then he's gone and they'll bring on somebody new. They've done this many times now. They've okay. trotted out. Um, uh, what was that blink 192 guy? What was his name? Blink, the blink 182. The, the singer. Yeah. The singer guy. Uh, Chad, if you guys can help us out, I can't remember. What's his, yeah. what's, what his name? See, is. He's, gone. he's gone. And we for, he's, he's gone. We've totally forgotten him. Right. And then mm-hmm. there's been a, there, there's been a couple others. But but this guy, I, I, I don't know why. I just think of him as the Boy Scout. Um, he, uh, except for the singer guy, like the others that have come immediately before him, uh, had a background in intelligence, you know, and he's definitely military. And um, those guys have a... Tom DeLong. Thank you. Yes, Tom DeLong. Yes, Tom yeah. DeLong. Right. Yeah. And uh, they have a narrative, you know, so uh, so he comes out and he's heard this or, you know, somebody told him or people are coming to him and bearing their souls and telling them all about this stuff. I'm like, OK, yeah, I'm sure that happens all the time. And um, so he's from the government and he's going to tell us what the government knows. Mm-hmm. OK. All right. Mm-hmm. Fine. Well, he's going to tell us what the government wants us to know. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what, what do you know now that you didn't know before? Well, I mean, see, I'm, I'm different. Like I always believed yeah. in, 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 in extraterrestrial life and, and I've, I've done okay. studies and stuff and I, I kind of like, none of this is really shocking. I feel like this is stuff that we've been literally people within our circle have been talking about forever. Mm-hmm. Right. But are it's you asking the average? Are you asking like the average person? Well, no, I'm, I'm kind of asking you. It's like a nothing burger for us, right? Yeah, it's like right. Yeah. What about you guys in the chat? And hello to everybody. What do What do you feel like you know now that you didn't know before? Yeah. Is there anybody out there who was really like kind of a not believer and saw this and said, "Okay, well, maybe it is all real." Is there anybody right. out there that changed their mind or anything? I'm, I'm mm. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that there there were some people that were. But here's the thing: like nobody is talking about this. No, and the redacted thing that came out too that you sent me that I sent to Linda, uh, with the the guy with the Area Five One and that that in, that alien allegedly that they were trying to yeah. um, help take care of because he went into a medical right, 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 whatever oh, malfunction. Right. Okay, so, so you want? I, I'll give you some 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 background on that. Yeah. So Bigwig saying his views have not changed. I, I so. have. I don't know anything about that particular guy. I have, however, spent uh, quite a bit of time with Clifford Stone and the UFO community will recognize Clifford Stone immediately. And uh, Clifford was famous for he was a um, interface. And what that meant is the ETs communicate uh, with telepathy and uh, Clifford was, was an incredibly gentle, beautiful soul. And he would come in and he, the ETs would talk to him and then he would talk to, you know, the rest of the guys, right? So that was Clifford's job and they could bring him to crash sites and he would uh, connect emotionally with what had happened there. He famously would tell his story about the time he was like watching this poor little ET die and the ET was having like thoughts of home and his family and they'd never see him again and that like kind the of movie? Stuff. Yeah. ET yeah, phone yeah. home. Oh, yeah. He would, I mean, Clifford would tear up and cry telling these stories. Mm. And he, he's also famous for um, helping an ET escape. And apparently, uh, we had a captured ET, and uh, he was in, you know, he was a guest. <laughs> yeah. And um, he said, Well, my buds are coming, and if you give them any resistance, people are going to die. And Clifford believed them and engineered this little escape and hustled them out of there and had these, you know, fence cutters and cut the fence and got the little ET out and uh, um, supposedly, you know, averted what could have been a disaster. Okay. Wow. And, yeah. I, and, you know, and I totally believe that that's possible. I totally mm -hmm. believe that that actually happened. And it's probably yeah. happened a thousand times. And I, I'll bet you I'll bet you another thing, um, Linda and, and April, I'll bet you people like regular people like us have interacted with aliens a bunch of times. And the government, you know, will grab us up and be like, listen, you don't say anything. Shut up. You know, and <laughs> yeah. People people end up losing their minds not because they have interacted with aliens, it's because they're under the stress of not being able to talk about it. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, I'll tell you this. I believe that there are aliens walking among us um on, on the planet now. And I believe there are aliens that look exactly like humans. <laughs> and I personally have had two encounters with extraterrestrials on airplanes. Really? Yeah. Do, do you think that's what that lady saw? The one I was freaking out. When I was freaking out with the shapeshifter. That okay, that's really interesting because that kind of gets into where we're going, right? Mm. Okay. 
Okay. She she seems to really believe. I'm gonna try to find that video so that people don't know what the hell we're talking about. We could just it's like what like 30 seconds long. Yeah, and it's called. Um, I looked at it. it's a. Is that real? That you know, swear word, swear word isn't real or something, or uh, I forget what the name of that video. I'll was. find it. I will but, find it. Um, Go along. I'll let you know. Yeah. Well, in 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 uh, in one case, it took me a little while to understand it and to validate it and to find out that what I had suspected was true, and I did. And in another case, I was just stunned. I was just freaked, and I froze. And I just froze there. But nobody else on the plane reacted at all. So I don't know what that lady saw, but here's an interesting correlation. Okay. So let's let's roll the clock back here. Let's go back to that China balloon story. Remember when the balloon was like floating over? Oh, yeah. And I guess I we all remember that. A balloon in Lake Michigan and they lost a balloon off of North Carolina or they shot it down there or something. You know, and, and in retrospect, after all the fires in Canada, I kind of wondered, well, maybe that's what you know, that was all about some kind of low tech thing. It's possible, but I'm going, listen, I'm just dropping breadcrumbs here. And the only way to figure out what's going on with this stuff is to kind of watch the themes and you're looking for the meta themes. You're looking for the background themes. So with the balloon story, what do we really know? Well, there was something in the sky. We don't know what it was in the sky. Mm -hmm. Everybody was focused on it. Everybody was afraid of it. Our military couldn't or wouldn't shoot it down and it went into the water mm. or being trained okay so now we're being groomed uh, we, well we are mm -hmm. we are being I, found, I found that video you let me know when you want me to play wait, wait wait go ahead finish okay explain so this, this. Is the, the the technical term for this is actually priming okay priming. So let's go okay. priming so let's go to the tic tac <clears throat> all right so the tic tac story it, it's over the water mm -hmm. um it's in the sky our military didn't shoot it down and we never found out what it is. Now, those two stories have some pretty, pretty matching meta messages, don't they? Mm -hmm. So if they're really priming us, then we're going to get some more of these over the water, in the sky. We don't find out what it is and the military can't do anything about it. So this is what you look for in terms of, because remember before we got the uh, scandemic, there was uh, Ebola, there was uh, SARS, there was Swine flu, swine flu, blah, 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 blah. And but it was coming out of Africa and like some foreign place, right? Because that's always scary yeah. if it goes from someplace, you know. World like War Z that. was <clears throat> World War Z was out of China. China yeah. got a, China got offended with uh -huh. the movie and they yeah. made them move that out of China to start because the the great pandemic shouldn't come out of China, they said. China. But if you read the book, China. World War Z. Yeah, that started in China. Yeah. Well, we got primed for the scamdemic, but we didn't know that then. We didn't know that we were being primed. So by the time they got to the scandemic, all they had to do was go uh, virus, you know, Ooh. foreign country, everybody be scared. And everybody was already scared for like the last 10 years for stuff that didn't happen. Everybody was ready to go and they just dropped the brick and boom, you know, everybody rolls over. So that's that's the priming thing. And you don't even realize that that was the meta message behind it. Nobody knew we were being primed at the time. So what I'm saying is now I'm beginning to see a theme 
with these UFO, ET, the sky stories, whatever they are. So watch that theme. Just keep an eye on that theme and see if the theme rolls on. And then you're going to know. I'm going to jump into the video real quick so we can see what this lady, <clears throat> like, let's, this lady's reaction to me. Who's was, filming it, by the way? I'm wondering. Good question. What Somebody was, on the plane, a passenger, I think. There yeah, were I mean, that's what, whenever I hear this, I'm, I, whenever I see this, I'm like, who, well, who's filming it? Well, where's well, this video from? Angles, by, there were a couple of different angles, by the way, but this is the more famous angle right here. I'm going to play just this part. It's not four minutes long. It's only, it's really short. This is part of another video. Here we go. I'm telling you, I'm getting the f off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the f off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f but I am telling you right now, that, that mother back there is not real. And you can sit on this plane and you can die with them or not. I'm not going to. So there's a lot of wild theories coming out about this story. There's new videos of the woman being posted, the person who they think the shapeshifter is, and what happened to the other passengers on that flight. Well, fortunately, the original poster of the first video did show that he arrived to his destination. But what I want to go into is what exactly freaked her out. And uh, I think we'll stop it. Um, I saw, just so you guys know real quick, I saw there was this other video where they had a slow motion of, uh, did you see it, of the guy, the kid? Yeah, he pulled, with, his, he pulled his hoodie up. He's wearing a, a green hoodie. And his and eyes then, looked weird. His eyes it, looked weird. Oh, my God. I'm getting. I'm getting. Okay, so it wasn't just me that noticed that. No. Okay. His eyes seem to close. Oh my god, I'm getting all like almost out. like uh, reptile like eyes. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, for those listening audio, yeah. it's like um lizard eyes. You know. Okay, I thought I was seeing something. I'm no, like, dude, I That's saw it. So how do you feel about that one, Linda? <laughs> well, it's mm. in the sky, in an airplane. We never found out what it was. Nope. That lady for sure was frightened. So I'm just going to put that in the list of breadcrumbs. I'm going to keep track of that and, and watch it for a while. The, who is she, and by the way, who is she and where is she now? There's a different angle. Carrie Lang was saying, play it again. I want to see the eyes. There's a different um, angle from the complete other side that yeah. I saw. And right. that, that That's where I saw him go like this. And then real quick, it just saw the eyes. And I was like, did I just? No, I'm probably... No, that she's I probably don't. drunk. She's probably just drunk as shit and high. Well, well, I saw a breakdown of that, and um, yeah. they were they were saying that the photos of the guy with the hood was taken on a completely different airplane, it wasn't even the same airplane, and that it was faked. Now I don't know. Yeah. Neither of the two people I saw was wearing was wearing a hood. They were both women. Uh, they were both, uh, you know, n not older, but but not young. A little, little past middle age. Um, so, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. But in, in neither case was I frightened. And in neither case was there ever a problem. So, beats me. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have been curious to just have a conversation with someone. I'd be like, where are you from? What's going on there? What's going to happen here? Yeah. Tell me more. Normally, well, I don't like to talk to my seatmates. But shit, you win. Well. <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging on to the story. I'm not going to let it out yet, but I will tell you this. I started uh, communicating with her te telepathically and that's okay. how I, I verified um, one of them. And I, 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 and I'm talking to her telepathically. I said, if you're an ET do this and she did it. Ooh. 
And um, then when we got uh, to our destination, uh, some strange things happened at the destination. By the way, this is the gentleman right there with the, with the hoodie. Green, the green hoodie. And this is the other angle. And I don't know if we're going to be able to see his eyes here. This may not be the video that I found. Right. But Oh, I don't know. If, did you catch that? Oh, shit. I don't know if you caught that. I'm going to go. I'm, oh, now, now jump to ASMR. Well, why, are those other people <laughs> why are those other people not freaking out? I don't know. Maybe did he just like take a good look? Let's take a good look at the guy's eyes. You're going to see something weird in about five, four, right there. I don't know if you saw it. Damn it. No, no. Or is it here? Uh, somebody slowed it down. Ah, you can't. That's the guy that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. I don't know if I can find that video. Oh, oh, this is it. Here it is. Look. A close up of what she's, of who, who she's she talking, talking about. To. And uh, I think, yeah, I think this is the video. So they're going to slow it down. This is now they, they focus in on the eyes. Right. Here it is. I, yeah, I think this is it. God damn it. <laughs> Why do you keep jumping around video? Anyway, uh, please continue talking. I don't Big, wanna... Big Wit says if you saw Marty Feldman briefly and saw him pull his hood up, you'd think he was an alien too. Fair point. Touche. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. But would, he, but would he talk to you telepathically? Yeah. So I don't video. know. I don't know. But anyway, uh, so you 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 so, so you you're talking to somebody. It smells like a setup to me because he's sitting there with the hood on and his dark eyes, and it's a little too you know, it's a little too Halloween for my taste. Mm -hmm. hmm. Does that make sense? Do you think there's any possibility that maybe perhaps she was on with with somebody you know or something that's not human, and you know the non-human entity did something just a little not human right next to her because she was sitting right next to him kind of slipped up i'm sure that you know aliens are fallible too right maybe blew his cover <laughs> i i don't know i i have no idea i have that it just the first you know what my very my very first impression mm -hmm. when i saw that and it was just a gut sense my first gut sense was it's a setup it was mind control and she was set up she was set up to have that experience and um, they had probably, or they, that she had probably been um, psychologically profiled and yeah. they, they set her up to do that. That's, well, we that was my first, that was my first gut reaction. That girl got set up. And we haven't heard anything. Like, I don't even know the girl's name. I don't know like where she lives. Nobody knows anything. She's like, she disappeared and she's yeah. very attractive. They were, they were doing like this, uh, this thing where like, would you, would you date her? You know, cause she's a beautiful young lady, but she's people think are, are saying that she's crazy. And it's just so, I don't know. This is so bizarre. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but it just, it does there. It just doesn't smell right to me. And, and that's that's kind of a thing. It's like then it just sort of disappears and you never hear anything more about it, right? Same thing with the Tic Tac and the, the China balloon just boom, gone, disappears. And, you know, the I don't know about the China balloon, but the Tic Tac video had been out for, what, five years, six years? I mean, a long time. That was really old news. And um, I think there was another one that had been on the Internet for, like, ages, too. And uh, it all just disappears. It just so they just cut, they just drop in there. They they plant their little seed of doubt, their little seed of worry, the little whatever it is, and then then they just kind of uh, disappear. But and, and I don't want to I don't want to be a fear monger. I don't want to uh, like frighten people. But I am a little concerned about 
airline travel. I'm not, okay. enough, I'm not concerned enough to stop flying, but at some point I might. Um, just because I feel like, um, I don't know, I guess I've heard a couple things and they just kind of worry me a little bit. And well, there's also the pole flip thing. And if we get a big uh, EMP shock, uh, the newer airplanes are not EMP resistant. They can be brought down with an EMP. Now, when you say a pole flip, what is what is what can you break it down for people maybe like me that are not bright? Well, no, that's not true. You're, you're quite kidding. bright, okay. but you might not have heard of it because it's not on the evening news. Oh. So the the Earth has a magnetic orientation, you know, magnetic north at the North Pole, magnetic south at the South Pole. Mm -hmm. Right. So they know that the poles flip occasionally, but they used to think they flipped like very, very seldom, like millions and millions of years apart. And that happened really, real slow. Well, what they found out in the, mean, in the meantime is that the poles actually flip a whole lot more often. And sometimes they flip and then they flip right back. So what's happening now is the poles are moving and they're moving fast and they're increasing their speed of flipping. And it looks as though we're overdue. We're overdue for this flip. Now that's okay. So now the magnet, the, the compass points in the other direction, you know, big whoop, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the problem with that is that the magnetic fields around the earth just get disrupted when that happens. So it's not the magnetic lines just go from top to south and, you know, like they don't just go around like this. They kind of go in intermediate points as well. They go around the earth and the earth has different densities of magnetism. Like there's a lot of iron that's going to be more magnetic. If there's more mm -hmm. this, that, whatever in the earth and there, it's not an even distribution. You don't get the same stuff everywhere. Like here were, um, was it coral rock and, you know, sandstone and it's completely different. Michigan's like iron and copper. So yeah, Tampa Bay has the largest iron ore deposit, I think in the whole country. Really? So that's what draws all the lightning. That's why everything, all the lightning strikes happen there. I never knew that. I'm not moving to Tampa Bay. Huh. Well, we have uh, phosphates too. They, they mine those phosphates out. Yeah. So anyway, so what happens then is that uh, these, the, the poles don't flip easy. And it's not like a nice little, you just lay this thing over and go, oh, no, it's on the other side. Um, it's pretty chaotic. And so these magnetic lines will snap and flip and jump. And we're not exactly sure how it's going to affect the earth because it affects the the you know the crust in different ways so it could be pulling this part this way and this part that way it could be pulling two parts together so you get volcanoes you get earthquakes you get all kinds of crazy stuff because the earth is trying to adjust as these things flip now here's okay here's the weird part you think that okay the north is going this way the south is going that way great right no get this they're both going in the same direction they're both going the same way and supposedly they're going to meet somewhere like in the Indian Ocean if they keep going the way they're going. And uh, so, then, but they can't, they, that can't exist. But, you know, that's going to wreak havoc for a little while. And then another pole's got to like jump over here. Okay. So the whole thing's going nuts. But What's wait, is it, isn't climate change man-made? <laughs> wait, wait, is it, wait, is climate change only man-made if I am financially deeply invested in these clean energy sources that I want to return for? Yes. Well, it's, oh. it, yeah, it, it's man-made. Because, because I've, I've not once suggested planting trees for the carbon issue because that's free. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering. They, they, they got to find a way to hide all the effects. And the effects okay. are happening. And they know the effects are going to happen. But while they're on the way, they might as well capitalize on it, right? So mm -hmm. they can get you to hate yourself. You know, we're carbon-based life forms, by the way. Mm. We, we, I know. We're, we're carbon. Yeah. Recovery. The carbon has not gone up much at all, and people are just like freaking yeah. out. They're saying that 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 young people have like climate change induced depression. People are fighting about this. It's like the poles are shifted. We are closer to the sun right wait, now. Of course, wait, it's hotter. Wait for the climate change uh, lockdowns, guys. Oh yeah. my God! Volcanoes, yeah. volcanoes are happening under the water, which is heating the water. I think it's going to be extraterrestrial invasion lockdowns, but it could be environmental lockdowns. But there's there's nothing better than make us hate ourselves while we're being, you know, deceived about what's really going on. But the truth of the matter is, think about human psychology. So we could do something about climate change that gives people, you know, if they if you believe it's carbon, then you can do something. Right. If you believe we're the problem, you can do something. But if you know the truth and the truth of the matter is that it's the sun and the sun is being affected by the galactic current sheet, which is emanating from the center of our galaxy. You're not in control of that. Mm -hmm. Right. So what are you going to do? Oh, but that means you're anti-climate. If you actually. Am I a climate? Am if I, you know the science. Am I a I have, climate denier now? Yeah. I have, I have okay. A I have I'm a not, question. I have a question yeah, for you, Linda. Yeah. All right. So you you speak about a uh, a lockdown, uh, an alien invasion lockdown, and, uh -huh. and for those district, who are not District Nine, right? <laughs> for those who are not to know, there is something that has been around for quite some time that I've been waiting for. Uh, yes. Called Project Bluebeam. Okay. Where the government had been tested, uh, testing these. Um, how can I put it into, into layman's terms for most people to understand? Just projections in the sky that look absolutely real of things that, mm -hmm. you know, and we'll be able to interact with them almost like, um, what do you, what, what would you call holograms? Them? Holograms. There you go. That's the word. Yeah. And uh, we're going to believe that we are being invaded or, or that, you know, large ships are, are hovering over all the cities, just like the movies. Yeah. And we're going to be locked down until we know that these things aren't dangerous. Why? Well, I mean, there's a couple of reasons for it. One, that w when the pole shifts happen, there's likely to be, you know, major disruptions and, and major events, and they don't want us being a problem. They'd like to be able to take us out, you know, if they could. They they tried that with the scandemic, and they had some, you know, moderate success. But the pole shift isn't going to happen. By take us out, do you mean population reduction? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so right. they try with this thing, uh, allegedly, maybe. Oh, with what thing, Ray? Oh, COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. But they didn't, it wasn't quite good enough or probably fast enough. And I think it's definitely going to reduce population, which is going to happen naturally anyway. But along our way, back to the pole flip, along our way, there's going to be all these disruptions. And if we get, it, and the sun starts, you know, kind of getting a little fussy and our shields are down because as those magnetic shields start to flip and break and stuff, so the earth has protection from these magnetic fields, well, they, they just start kind of popping off and our shields are down already, I think, uh, like 15, 20, 25%. And um, there was a good thing on suspicious observers today that was kind of a refreshment about the pole flip. So if you want to go check that out, it's really good. But um, so we're going to be getting storms. We could get into the Carrington event. It could knock out the electricity. If the electricity goes out, it's never coming back. 
All right. There's not going to be enough time and we're never going to be able to 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 uh, recover from a Carrington event. I'm sorry, Carrington- I didn't mean to laugh. I was just thinking like anybody under Gen X is not going to know what the hell to do. No, nobody knows how to build a fire. <laughs> no. Well, and, and they're all going to be a problem. And we have a lot. Yes, of they are. <laughs> we have a lot of guns. We have a lot of ammo. Mm-hmm. So their best play is to get us to take each other out. Because if we come after them, they're in trouble. Mm. They're in big trouble. No so reducing well, our numbers definitely helps their chances of survival. Mm. Yeah, we're more controllable in smaller numbers. And that's the, that's, that's the mechanics of what's going on. Now, we can get really, really deep into the weeds on this. Um, in that it's also the fourth turning when these kinds of things happen, there's, this is a confluence of major factors that are all coming together at one time. And for the folks out there who are like major league uh, conspiracy theorists, um, and you feel like this is sort of a classic good against evil, like how many people have said it's like a a classic, you know, good versus evil kind of fight. Mm. It may very well be. And uh, it may be cosmic on a level that we can't even begin to understand and that there is now a sorting of humans. And this is wild. Uh, I won't, I won't go into the whole explanation. I'll just tell you what I've been thinking is that um, I I knew a fella a a while, a while back and he was in a position to know he was a, um, he was very, very well connected and one of the things he said to me was that E.T. was us from the future. And I kind of pooed it, but really the whole, I've known him for much of my life. And every time he would tell me stuff and I'd be like, no, that can't possibly be true. And then it would turn out it would be true. He was one of those people. So, but what I couldn't figure out, well, is could we be, you know, the grays? Could we be the tall whites? Could we also be the celestials? Can we be the interdimensionals? Can we really be all these different things that are all coming back? And it occurred to me literally like yesterday, I'm like, oh my God, it could. Because I think that what we're in right now is a sorting process. And I think that there's a there's going to be a faction of humans who are genetically engineered. Think small grays. There's going to be a faction of humans who go on to be perhaps tall whites or celestials or interdimensionals who are going to kind of move up the spiritual ladder. So there's going to be humans who are, you know, going on to other realms and humans who are going to adapt and change with time. And I think that, yeah, call me crazy, but I think there's an element of that going on here as well. You don't mm. seem crazy. You seem very well grounded. Thank you. Eva Eva's asking, uh, are we aliens to them? I would think yes. Well, you gotta define them. Um mm-hmm. Once again, this is this is kind of like monopole thinking, right? This is like everybody wants to have one thing so they can hang on to that one thing and they can wrap their heads around it. But realistically, we're being... Oh, and back to Clifford Stone. I, I was going to tell you this previously. Clifford said that he had seen a medical manual and in that manual was like 37 or 47 or something, a different species of E.T., and it was a medical manual. So in the crash, the people go to the crashes to, you know, pick up the craft and, and the aliens can provide first aid to the aliens. They actually had a medical manual for, for that many different species. 
mm. of, of ET. So when you say, are they, you know, talking about ET, well, honey, I mean, there's the physical ones, the solid physical ones, there's the interdimensional ones, there's the, and inter, interdimensional is funny because at the very end of that UAP thing, uh, Grush kind of, kind of pimped uh, an inter, interdimensional theme, which, okay, I, I mean, I get it. Um, I totally get it. And they'd be really, really, really super easy to fake. Mm. So you could use a little bit of, a little bit of mind control, a little bit of hologram, and it would be very, very easy to fake interdimensionals because they're not, they're a little amorphous, right? They're, they're kind of there, but they're not there. And they're like shadows and they're moving. And that would be a perfect thing to be fooling people with. So it's not like when you get a little gray and, you know, he's there in front of you. Right. And I have not had this experience, but I've read accounts of people like literally, you know, cold cocking them and knocking them out. And like they break easy supposedly. And then you have proof. Then you have an ET, you know, it's like I broke it, but I got it. And, um, you know, with an interdimensional, there's nothing. There's no there there. There's no, you know, there's no there there. They're just consciousness. Well, no. Okay. So good, good question. So you're looking at a ceiling fan and the ceiling fan's not running and you can see the blades. Mm -hmm. Easy, So now the ceiling fan starts to spin and the ceiling fans, you know, spinning really fast. They're like an airplane propeller and you can't really see it. I mean, you know, it's there, but it's really just a blur. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's like a, a, speed. Uh, okay. That's like a speed of spin. Okay. That's if you're looking at it face on now tilt it sideways and this thing is going around really fast sideways and you only see the tip of the blade and it's going around really fast. Well, that's like even harder to see. And that's even less there, there. Now, when you go into other dimensions, okay, I'm going to blow your mind. So let's say we're going to, we're going to scale this down. So let's say we can only see two dimensions. We're going to do two dimensions, three dimensions. So I can describe it, but you're going to understand what's behind it. Right. And then you can adapt it to three dimensions and four dimensions. So let's just say we can see in two dimensions and we can, we're, we can see right along this piece of paper here. Yeah. And we mm -hmm. can't see above the paper and we can't see below the paper. Right. I'm trying to get the paper still. So this thing comes through this little thing right here, or even a pencil. Let me find something that you can see a little bit easier. So how about this? Okay. So this comes through and it's coming through this paper, but I'll just go this way. So if you can only see what is in the plane of the paper, what happens is you see this bar kind of appear and then you see this bar kind of disappear as it has gone through your plane of perception. Hmm. Did that make sense? Or did I just really muddle this up? If you have a ball, <laughs> and I don't have a ball here ready, but if a ball went through this paper and all you could see is the this two-dimensional piece of paper, you're an ant on this paper, or you can't see anything anymore of this paper, and a ball comes through, what you'd see is you'd see a tiny little round dot and then as the ball comes through, you'd see the dot get bigger. And then as the ball passes the paper, the, the dot gets smaller and then the dot goes away. Mm -hmm. So uh, okay. illustration of how seeing through dimensions tricks you because they have an entire dimension we can't see. So some, Carrie, Carrie Lang says like the sun setting. Yeah, kind of like that. If all you could see was the horizon, Carrie. <clears throat> 
Yes, exactly. So if you couldn't see the sun above it or below it, and all you could see was just right on the horizon, and at first it would be a tiny little bit, and then it would get bigger, and then it would get smaller, and then it'd be gone. Yeah, mm. perfect. So Winona asks, wouldn't projection by the government be beneficial to the aliens, though? More and more people trust nothing the government does. <clears throat> that if yeah. actual aliens came to take over, no one would actually believe it. Well, the problem like if the government says they're there, then people at this point, people are just like, well, I guess they're not there if the government says so. Yeah. <clears throat> if they if they go through all the trouble, it won't be good for us. Okay. Right. Well, so what's coming is, yeah, now, according to a bunch of people, um, Dr. Greer and... Um, Oh shoot! My mind just went blank on her on on her name. The lady with the the big blonde hair. She was a kindergarten teacher, and Werner von Braun um, kind of took her into the fold, and she worked with him for a long time. She tells some amazing stories. Carol Rosin, Carol Rosin, and according to them and and others, the plan has been on the books forever. So, you know, first it was war between nation states and then it was rogue states and then it was independent actors like, you know, terrorists and then yada, yada. Well, the final piece is um, alien invasion. They fake an alien invasion. They come in and destroy a whole bunch of people and the people that are left just beg for protection. So we're all willing to go like, OK, we'll be one world. We'll be one world government. We'll all band together to save ourselves from the ETs. And then we give up all the rest of our lot rights. And then they got us under their thumb. Oh. And, um, you know, somebody laughs all the way to the bank and, you know, we take the hit. So that's been the story that's been going, excuse me, going around for a long, long time in the ET circles. And there's, there's some, you know, I'm afraid that there's some validity to the idea. I don't want to see it. Well, happen. Look, look what they did with COVID. People gave up everything and they gave it up for the rest of us too, over fear. They tried to. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they tried, tried to. to. And then they actually turned on the people that said, yeah, wait, hang on a second, motherfuckers. Um, you don't speak for me and mm -hmm. I'm just going to sit this one out. And then they tried to turn on, those people yeah yeah they tried to th thoughtlessly uh force us to be injected with an untested uh dna changing injection because they were frightened can you imagine what they do to us if the ets like you know dropped in and started bombing cities and killing people this is it's a genuine concern right so i would think that people who you know go out and make contact would be and who are known to do that would would generally be in danger that probably make those people into um scapegoats and and, and patsies yeah. and those people could wind up with a you know with a price on their heads i i, I don't know what would happen so um, shoes in a full societal breakdown, I, I can't even begin to to guess what would happen. The best thing would be to be a long ways away from people, and um, that would be your best your best option, I would think. But I don't want to, you know, like I don't want to scare people. I don't. There's another side to the story. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one thing: keep your eyes open. That's that's it. Keep your eyes open and watch. And you know, when you get in a situation like this with Grush and, and the UAP thing, he didn't say who, he didn't say where, he didn't say when, he didn't say what, he didn't say you know who the ETs are, where they came from, or how they got here. He, we didn't get any solid facts out of this guy, and nobody pressed him for any solid facts, right? And all the news afterwards, no solid facts. So when you get stuff like this, just realize it could very well be a setup, and they're planting seeds, and let that just kind of go. But watch and keep your eyes open. 
Now, the future is going to come, right? And there, this, this pull flip is going to happen. Well, I take that back. I think that humans can prevent it. And this is going to sound probably the most, the most out there thing that I've said all night. And that is that the strength and the, the, the abilities that humans have is, is off the scale. Just unbelievable. And I wouldn't have believed it until I experienced it. And when I first got into the whole UFO thing, right away, I, I shifted right away. Within a couple of years, I shifted into consciousness. And the reason for this, and, you, you know, give Dr. Greer his due. What he would say is that going out to make contact with ETs and just looking at the lights in the sky is like going to the Academy Awards and only looking at the limos. Mm. And I'm like, oh, yes. So how do you make contact? Well, it's very well known in the official circles that the whole thing is telepathy. And it's very well known in the circles that I run in that humans are incredibly telepathic and incredibly sensitive. And we have amazing skills. We can do absolutely amazing stuff now. And and this is why we are are told we only have five senses when we actually have six. They They try and breed it out of you early at least or beat you out of it or embarrass you out of it or uh yeah absolutely, absolutely. this is, is this this is why children are are uh so open their imagination they're able yeah, to they're see so and open. sense things animals as well yeah uh they can see and sense things that are, we've lost sense of yep. i i feel i feel it's different though blind for, sight you know people that are incredibly blind sight you know yeah, people that, I, I did that you know people that are incredibly creative? Yes. Musicians, artists, uh, uh, people that do stuff, that, that, that really do creative stuff. I, I always felt that they had a different, uh, they're closer to that sixth sense, if that makes any sense. Well, I, I can, <coughs> hey, 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 it's okay. See, the dog agrees. It's an airplane. <laughs> the dog heard us. <laughs> it's an airplane. Oh. So... Okay, so I got into remote viewing as a way to explore consciousness. And if you want to explore consciousness, it would be a really, really good thing. So you learn how to use your intuition. You can learn how to predict things that are going to happen. You can sense things around you. There's, you know, you can learn to control some pretty interesting things. So I strongly encourage everyone who has any interest in this at all to find some aspect into consciousness to try and, you know, discover it or, you know, bring it out of themselves. But I got into uh, remote viewing mm-hmm. and I lost my train of thought. What did you just say, Ray? Oh, regarding the fact that uh, I feel that people that are extremely creative uh, artists, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I look, I, I'm an artist and I, the reason I'm saying this is because, even before I was so excited to have you on as a guest originally, because I'm a dreamer Uh. and not not just like, like in my sleep. Yeah. And then it's weird because my wife knows this people that know me very well know this. I've, I'm not going to say I I could tell the future, but I know when something's going to happen. Yep. Or Mm -hmm. I like nine 11 when that happened. Yeah. I remember that day. I'm I'll just quickly explain to you. So you have an idea of, of what I mean that night. I kept saying, oh, man, it's just the perfect night. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful night. I was I worked the overnight that night. I drove past the Twin Towers. I never look up at the Twin Towers when we drove past, but I looked up at the Twin Towers that day. 
I go, I usually went, used to go home and go straight to sleep, but not that day. That day I stood out and I was talking to my friend. I stood out there for over, over an hour and a half, just talking to him. Why would I do that? I don't know, but I just kept telling him, man, it's the perfect day. But there was, there was a reason behind, like, I felt there was a reason behind why I felt it was such a great day. And it was something I knew that was bad. That was, I, I can't explain it. I knew something bad was going to happen. And I was trying to convince myself that it was a great day. Same thing with dreams that I have. Uh, I'll have dreams, bad dreams, but these bad dreams would, 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 would kind of like give me an idea of, oh, wait a second. Is somebody going through something? Is somebody going through something? And I reach out to a friend and they're going through some shit. <laughs> so all that being said, and also, you know, I think I, I mentioned to you that I'm extremely, you know, I, I was raised in a religious family and, and my mother has this incredible connection with God and she, she just knows things. So I'm like, what is going on? Like what, you know, and my mother's creative, my father's creative. My son is very, very artistic and creative, you know, and, and I, I feel like I surround myself with creative artistic people like April, you know, no, I'm serious. Like people like April, people like our friend, Colin, Ben, we're all crazy artistic people. So can you like, what do you get out of that? Uh, artistic people operate in their right brain and the right brain is um, okay. To, to get information, information is outside of our body in a wave form, mm -hmm. right? The waveform is perceived by our right brain. And then, you know, it, it's, it's kind of decoded a little bit and then shuffled over to our left brain. And then our left brain tries to make sense out of it and give us an idea. So it's, it's got to go through these steps, but creative people, their left brain and their right brain are more accustomed to speaking with each other. Mm -hmm. And so one of those steps in the breaking down process is, is kind of hardwired in. So yeah, generally creative people are more open to those right brain signals and impressions and they trust them more. And so they go with it. And it's a part of the, you know, creative inspirational process. And Carrie writes clear cognizance. Yes. Yes. Well, clear, clear cognizance. Claire is what it sounds like. It gets clear and cognizance is knowing, knowing. Yeah. Clear cognizance, it's it's a knowing. It's it comes in through some other sense. And I think there's more senses than just like the six. I think there's oh, a yeah. seventh sense. And uh Lynn Buchanan actually wrote a book called The Seventh Sense, and I can recommend it. It was a very good book. Well, Ali Rx says, uh, if you're a man, you have seven senses, eye, nose, mouth, ears, touching, a uh, brain, and penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell us what the penis says. Yeah, does the penis lead you in a good way? I'm not sure that works out too well for some of you. Yeah, I think so, we already know. <laughs> uh, Alex, Alex asks, do any of you in the panel believe that aliens can increase your IQ, EQ, and help access 100% of our brains? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, also, I also had a question in regards to that, too. Mm -hmm. I always thought people that um, uh, were not neurotypical, like bipolar disorder. Yeah they seem to be quicker and be, be able to access more faster. And uh, sometimes I wonder now, do people, I know this is going to sound crazy. I mean, I don't really wonder this, but uh, like a little part of me wonders this. Mm -hmm. um, do people really have bipolar disorder? Or do they really have um, schizophrenia or are they 
a psychic medium? Mm. Are they able to access something differently and see things more colorful and vibrant than the average person? But we are not able to fathom this. So we just label them as having a mental disorder. And maybe they're just on a different plane or a different realm than we are. But in reality, they're just a little bit more in tune with things. I don't, I don't know. It's just a thought. Well, because they, uh, they do seem to have a brain that works different. differently with problem solving and quick wit and yes, less patience because they were ahead of us like five steps. And yeah. Well, to the, to the, the commenter from the chat, it, it's well known. It's well known that people who go out and make extraterrestrial contact uh, become more spiritual, more loving, more giving. They have a broader worldview. They're uh, more caring, uh, less materialistic, more spiritual, less religious. So those are uh, documented. Those are measured changes in the people who do a lot of that kind of work. Now, um, also what they have now come to discover about brains is uh, our memories are not in our brains. Are they in our gut? Our, our memory is not in our brain. Nope. And I don't believe I. I Where I is know. it? That's a good question. Thank you for asking. Is it in the cloud? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, pretty much. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something real quick. Yeah. Um, the reason why I totally understand what you were saying. Yeah. Is because there are times that I'm out. Let's say I'm outdoors. Right. Yeah. And all of a sudden there's a gust of wind. And there's a scent in the air. And with that scent, I have this clear vision of where I was as, let's say, a child or a teenager mm -hmm. or a young boy. Mm -hmm. And it comes, I'm telling you guys, it comes to me clear like a freaking movie in HD. And I will yeah. remember where I was, what I what I was eating, what I tasted, who I was with, who I kissed, who I didn't kiss. Oh. Everything, you know, whatever, whatever the memory is, is so clear and vivid. I'll tell you the other day I was I was in front of my building at work and there was a gust of wind or scent of like fresh air. And I remember being yeah. in the park on the swing and seeing my father across from me reading his newspaper while I was on the park on the swing. It was so vivid. And I had this almost like emotional connection by myself to my father. Does that make any sense to you guys or no? Yes. I, I was just going to say, Eva put it in the chat. She goes, I know someone that does that with music. Oh, yeah. So I, I do that. So we will talk about a song. And I said, I think the song came out in like 1991. She, she's like, no, 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 1996. I'm like, no, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was 91. Like any anything. I'll be like, this song was 1976. And she's like, yeah. no, nah. we'll, we'll guess. We'll like put, you know, a bet on it. Every single time I get it right, because she's like, how do you do that? I'm like, because I know exactly where I was when this song came out. And I have a visual, like, I know where I was. <laughs> she goes, she's always fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly where I was, what I was doing, how old I was, who I was hanging out with, with where I lived, because we we're military, we moved every couple of years. So yeah. that gave me a, a timeline. So it's like, I, it's like I hone in, I, I see it all clear as anything. Like you do, Ray, with a scent. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I do that randomly. <laughs> I'll just be doing something and boom. And I'm like, where did that come from? 
You know, mm -hmm. it's like uh, I'm uh, what 18. I'm riding in the car. I can see the dashboard. I know I'm in Indiana with the boyfriend, and yep. it's just out of nowhere, boom. And it's like yep. I have. It's no almost. Idea. It's almost. It's almost like you. You subconsciously uh, travel through time. Yeah. And, and this well, is why. And, but that's what I'm saying. This is why I believe. I believe in the, in, in a type of interdimension, like interdimensional travel. I, I believe it's possible. Right. I believe we can access it as humans. I know I'm going really deep, and I might sound. Crazy. No, I don't think time is linear like we think it no, is. No, I don't and believe time. I think even there exists. are ripples. Yeah. I don't believe. I don't. I don't believe time even exists. I've said this a thousand times. I believe uh, time is a man-made. It's a <laughs> It's a man-made structure. I believe time is a circle. It keeps going around and around. Well, you're close. Mm -hmm. You're close. Time is actually okay. So mm. all events in time are energetic, and every event in time has an energetic signature. So when you hear the music, it triggers that energetic signature. When you smell it, it triggers that energetic signature. Mm. So that event exists. It always existed. It existed before you got there. It existed after you left. So all events are like bubbles in time. And when the bubble impacts you, you experience it. And if it, you know, comes around again, you get to experience it again a second time for just a tiny little bit. And um, we do age, right? But it's not like we walk down a timeline and everything is, is, Speak you know, for yourself. Life. Yeah. So Speak for yourself. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, I'm so, 20. I'm 20. That that brings us actually to a really, really important point. Um, but really quick, Ray, yeah, you can time travel. And it's interesting you bring that up because a friend of mine right now is experimenting with that. A, a tr time travel with your mind. But, um, and it's funny because all these synchronicities like keep rolling around. But here's the thing. Okay. Mm. Human abilities. So let's go back to that bubble thing. And um, you, know, you know what the law of attraction is? Like if you really, it, yeah. you know, feel it's coming and you really want it and you think about it and you make it and you create it, yada, yada. Okay. That makes the bubble bigger. When you ignore it, it makes it smaller. When you don't look at it, don't think about it, don't pay any attention to it. So that is how we actually create reality. That's how the law of attraction works. Our I am so rich. Well, yeah. I'm richer than you. I'm so rich. Okay, because we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna need that. <laughs> we are all so wealthy. Yeah, yeah. Well, what wealthy happens, and healthy. What happens when you're wealthy? Um, you buy cool stuff. Okay, how would that feel? Sometimes good. You move into the country and you don't live around anybody. And what is what happens? Like? Imagine oh, your front yard. What is your front porch like? What do the trees look all around you? Can you look up at the sky and see the sky? What's your kitchen look like? What's cooking in the kitchen? Bacon. I have an island in the kitchen, and my okay. wife's laying on it. What? And what color is the is the countertop? Oh, it's granite, clear. What yeah, color is the totally. cabinets? What's on the Brown. floor? Cherry. White. Are there other people there? Do you have a dog? Yes. No people, just a dog. Pitbull. Okay. <laughs> and, 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 and reach out, reach out, and touch something. Feel it. I have puppies. They're everywhere and baby okay. chicks. All right. And they're, they're furry and they're moving all around. Can you feel mm -hmm. them? Okay. That's how you create the future. Yeah. If you just ask for money, you have no idea how it's going to come or where it's, you know, it, what you do is you imagine <laughs> what your life is like when you have it, you create the having of it 
by thinking about it and thinking about the specifics of it. This is why and a lot of lottery winners. There are people. Yes, there are people who do that. They yeah. have the dreams or, or they just have like a number they wrote down and they put it in their wallet and they envision it and they yeah. believe it and, yeah. and they walk in. I, I saw this lottery person. I'm sorry. I have to tell this. I saw the story of this lo- person that won the lottery. Because yeah. I always believed that I was going to win the lot. I know everybody says they believe it, but yeah. I legit feel. Believed it. Believed it. Believed it. Oh, no. I believe it's going to happen for me. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know when. I don't know how old I'm going to be. I just, it's going to be know crazy. It. You have to I know. I do it. know it. It's going to happen now. Yeah, Check this yeah. out. It's documented here now. There are people that go, that the person went into the uh, the lottery place and looked up in the camera yeah. and smiled as they got the ticket. And then they came and and they came back lottery winners. Yeah. That person took that ticket, looked at the ticket, looked at the camera, I think gave a thumbs up. That's, that's like that documentary you told me to watch, that that TV show episode of Oh yeah, yeah, yeah luck. Yeah, so yeah that's, a, that's an that, incredible show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. So, so that's how that's how we avoid the alien invasion. Mm. Oh, we think and, we feel it away. We create, we, we create the future. That is how powerful humans are. And that's why they prime us with this stuff because we create the future either way. So they put all this fear in our heads. We think about the fear and that event just gets so big and big and big. And eventually there's no way to escape it because that bubble is so big. It hits all of us. So all we have to do is create the bubble of peace and love and harmony and and prosperity in living on the land and that future happens ab twitch has a question he says do you so that's that's why they want to use fear sorry i just yes that's that's exactly. why they want to use fear to keep our energy low hmm. so that we can and we create it we yeah. actually create it we have no idea that we're doing it but when all of us are thinking all that negative stuff and worrying about it and we that's why they implant these messages into our heads over and over that's why they put the meta message in and we think about the future we think about what's going to happen we make it up in our minds and it happens so a couple of years ago there and we'll go back to ab twitch in a second okay. and winona made a great comment too there was a hurricane a big hurricane headed right for florida and it was pretty much going to decimate the entire state oh, yeah. and we literally everybody yep got together and prayed yep. and I don't, it doesn't matter if you believe in god or not yeah we just prayed and they joked because it did like a 90 degree turn yeah and they said we prayed florida prayed the hurricane away because all of a sudden it just went and it, it moved out to the water i took and part. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. And I thought to myself, that was like so interesting right then. I was like, hmm, maybe that shit really works when yeah. you get together and you put everybody puts their brains together and well, does that. We, men- well, we mentioned why- that last week. What, Ray? I mentioned that last week, um, you know, yeah. bringing in the, the biblical up. Uh, uh, the biblical uh, reason, but you don't, you don't even have to believe in God to do that. You no, just, just no, no, mind no. powers. But what, but what I'm saying is that it's it's so it's such a powerful thing yeah. that you know even the Bible has to mention it. You know, and yes. the Bible is, is yeah. the, the the most I guess popular religious, religious text in, in the world, um, behind the Quran. And anyway, when two or three come in agreement, yes, uh, the Bible says, "My spirit is there." You know, yes. things happen. You can yes. move mountains. That's why God says you can move mountain 
with the faith of a mustard seed, science yep. of a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's that's literal, and I think that's literal. Yeah, I believe that. That like I have such a yeah. belief, and I think that we hold ourselves down. Well, so we oh, one hundred percent. They always say your biggest obstacle in life is yourself. Oh, and I just want to read this and read the Alex's too. When I said that when we're talking about mental illnesses or mental disorders, Uh she said um, that would make a lot of sense since medical professions tend to only believe what they can actually see. They only, Uh you know, they always want proof and they insist on calling everything a mental health issue. I got to tell you something. Okay. She's been able to astral travel in her sleep for years and sometimes has trouble reentering her body. But doctors insist it's uh, sleep apnea. Apnea. Hmm. When I got my, when I got my diverticulitis, and I had a hernia. I had two hernias and diverticulitis. I had to go for the surgery where they cut my colon. And the doctor told me, uh, she says, um, you know, you're going to be here for like a month. That's how bad the surgery was. You're going to be here about three weeks. And I told her, I said, no, I'm going to be walking in about two or three days. She told me, no, I'm not going to be doing that. My wife's my witness, man. Day three, <laughs> yeah. I got out of that bed. I took the thing, the the gimmick, what do you call it, with, with the the bag hanging off of it, mm-hmm. and I just started walking, and I made my way around. The doctor came in, uh, not the doctor, the the assistant for the doctor came in to look to check me out. They were like, "Where, where the hell is this guy?" And I'm walking around the hospital day freaking three, day three, and that's on God. That's the way it works. It's amazing. Maybe to Alex. Alex says, "How exactly are you, Rich April?" Just curious. Well, let's see. I have an amazing support network. My pets yeah. are healthy. Mm-hmm. And I, get to, I get to do what I love. She, so, has me. she has me. That's right. And I have Ray producing have the show and, and hanging out with me and, and watching my back. So yeah. that is how I'm rich. And, we have, we have and, you, and you have beauty and you have intelligence. Thank so, you. Oh, thank no, you. April. Yeah, her too. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. So, so with the storm, just to, just to, you know, there's power when you have, like Ray said, the more people you have together, the more powerful it is. One is powerful. You add two and it more than doubles it. it it's exponential. You have three and it's just, you know, it's, it's the hockey stick, right? And it doesn't take very long to get a very, very high, high energetic vibration to affect that future time event bubble. And with the hurricane, what I did was I created a Merkaba. Now, What's you know that? what a Merkaba is? Mm-mm. Okay, so you take a pyramid and you put it like in the air and Mm. and spin it to the right. You take another pyramid and you, um, I have Merkabas. I don't have any right here to show you, but they they merge together. One points up, one points down, and they spin in opposite directions. Spell it. And I would create just this last one. I would create this massive Merkaba in my mind with energy. And I, I did it over and over and over again. And I'm spinning that thing like crazy and cr- creating this huge, big, energetic Mer- Merkaba right over Hillsborough County. And that hurricane came right up to Hillsborough County, made a right turn and went that way. Right. And I'm like, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, there's people out there say, oh, you just got lucky. Yeah, I did get lucky. Well, call it whatever you want. And speaking of that, that yeah. that episode of the TV wasn't or TV show wasn't uh-huh. that called Lucky? Or I wish I, could, I wish I could remember what it was. Um, but it's about this guy. It's about uh, are you, are you lucky? And it took place in this. Um, I think it was an Irish town. It was, it was a, 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 town. Sm- a small English town. English, and they put this little statue in the in the um, in the little park, 
And they started telling people that if you touch the dog's head, then, you know, like you're lucky. And then they started interviewing people. Do you think you're lucky? Do you do you not think you're lucky? And in what they did was they proved that people who thought they were lucky would find things. The people who thought they were not lucky would walk right past them. Like they put money on the ground. Literally, these people walk right past it. Amazing. And I won't spoil the end. You have got to see this. Oh, movie. you have to it's see the it. Most incredible ending. And I get goosebumps yeah. every time I think about it's it. It's a 45 minute. It's a 45 minute episode on a TV show. Yeah. Extremely entertaining. It's very funny. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Yeah, are you and, lucky or yeah, something like "Are you lucky?" or yeah, uh, something. But the the gist of it is, if you believe you're lucky, you will be lucky. If you believe you're not lucky, you will not be lucky. Yeah, it's the same with it's the same with with bad luck. If you think yeah. you always, yeah. oh, I have yeah. such bad luck. Oh, I have such bad luck. Yes. You, you speak things into existence. I've said this a thousand they, times. They think, it, they think it into existence. Mm -hmm. And speaking yes. is also very powerful. But yeah. you've got to be careful about what your thoughts are. Because the thoughts are the most powerful part. And we create it. We really, we just create it. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you guys, try this. I've done this a couple of times. Just yeah. start your day. Like me, I, I get up and I say, this is me. You know, again, I'm using religion here, but this is me. I say, and you can say whatever you want to say. Thank you, universe. Oh, man, what a great day. I always say, oh, my God. Every morning I get up, I go, thank you, Jesus. And I just get my day started. And I'm like, man, today's going to be good. It's going to be good. I know it's going to be tough, but it's going to be good. And then at the end of the night, I'm also thankful. I think I've mentioned this in, in the past. And, man, I, I did that yesterday. And I had such, I remember I went to sleep and I, I felt like I was, I had such a good sleep, man. You know, I woke up in such a good mood. What is that? The secret of That's luck. That's the show. The secret of luck. The secret of luck. You need a new screen protector there, April. Yeah, I know. They're like five bucks on Amazon. Come on. You want me to send you one? No, I need a whole new phone. The this, this, this screen is broken. Oh, that's the, the screen? Yeah. I have a screen protector on it. What happened? I was taking oh, packs. That's because you need an iPhone. No, no. Uh, I was taking packs to the vet, and you know how he was crippled? So I was trying to care, pick him up and put him into his cart to get him into the vet to find out what was going on. And when I did that, I dumped my purse. Oh. And what happened was my phone fell, my keys fell on top of my phone, and my purse jammed them into the screen. So, oh. yeah. So, what are the chances, huh? Yeah, I know. Because I drop this phone all the time because I have that neck injury, so my hand's weak. So I have such a good screen protector on here. But it just, you know, it was like a 20-pound purse falling onto with jamming my keys into my screen. So, yeah. So well, stop. I never met a woman with a 20 pound purse. My wife usually has 30 or 40. I know. There you go. But anyway, yes, the secret of luck highly recommend that as it'll be 40, 45 minutes well spent and you will, you'll be laughing too. free, free on YouTube. And you're going to be delighted at the ending. It's got a fabulous ending. Okay. So uh, there's a question somebody submitted. Okay. Um, nice. I right. love the questions. I love the questions. Uh, Jimmy G wanted to know what your oh. opinion was if there are aliens on the moon and why haven't we returned to the moon? Because there's aliens on the moon. <laughs> there's, is there really aliens on the moon? Shoot, yeah. Okay. Well, no, the, the moon isn't natural. They can't explain how it got there. Uh, it's almost certainly hollow. Um, uh, 
Randall Carlson actually has like this two or three hour presentation on the moon. And uh, he didn't get around to even starting the presentation until like midnight when we were on this tour. And I, I was like literally falling asleep in my chair. I wish I could have stayed awake for it, but it, it a little bit I got to see was fascinating. But yeah, that's uh, they're probably on the backside or the limb, the very like between the light and the dark. Because okay. the backside is going to be, um, well, that's not true, but it's not going to be any colder in the front because it swaps. But, um, yeah, they, I believe so. Now, the scuttlebutt is that Apollo 13 mm-hmm. uh, had a nuclear, had a nuke on it. It had a nuclear bomb on it. And supposedly they were taking the bomb. They were going to put it on the moon and detonate it to impress the Russians. Mm-hmm. And but the ETs told them no. Uh, you cannot bring this in space and we did it anyway. And those people were lucky to get home. I wonder if they weren't taking that nuke up there to impress the ETs as opposed to, I mean, we think we own the giant, right? Uh, but maybe, maybe we're the new kids on the block and, you know, like we like to like puff all ourselves up and make all bad and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, maybe we're not the biggest kid on the block. So... I mean, hmm. what, I, that's that's the story. Now, I understand there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's what actually happened oh. on the moon. Did you, you ever seen this one? No. no. This is a commercial. It's a commercial for what? I, I don't remember Ooh. what it's a commercial for, but it's like, yep, it that's the happened. moon. Now, this guy, watch this. Hold on. Oh, watch, yeah. watch. Listen. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny! It was a big yeah. thing when that commercial came out. Me and Ben were, were having a conversation about. It. We we're like, "Bro, brother, that's what happened there." Uh, well, I don't know. I, I don't know if it went that far. But I'm just cool. saying. What I'm saying is that they saw something because when 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 the astronauts came back, a Buzz yeah. Aldrin, yeah. they didn't look like they just did something awesome. Those two men. Look like oh those three men or how, whatever the hell they were yeah, look like they stricken. saw some shit. <laughs> they do, yeah, they do. They, look, watch, just go back, guys. Go, go YouTube the press conference after the astronauts came back, and you tell me if those men look like they saw some some shit that changed their lives forever. Well, they look like somebody ran over their puppy. Uh, you know, I mean, they just really look stricken. They look they look stricken, a- and um, I've never been able to explain that. Mm. Yeah, but the story is, you know, Stanley Kubrick uh, invented front screen projection, and Mm -hmm. they actually filmed a lot of footage. I do believe they went to the moon. Yep. But I think they filmed it to to feel if there was problems because they couldn't avoid, uh, you know, or couldn't afford a uh, uh, social media like disaster. So if something happened, they had to steal in footage. I think think they they filmed the the moon. They filmed the moon, but I don't think they they showed us what they found on the moon. I don't. I'm sure they didn't show us everything. I don't think they showed us anything. So that was the contingency plan to use the Kubrick film in case they couldn't actually get anything out of the film. I think so. You know, and I've heard stories of they saw all kinds of ETs and crafts all around because you know we just like popped into their neighborhood, right? And so all the local kids came out to take a look, see. So (laughs) that's that's a a reasonable and plausible explanation for you know, in my opinion. I heard there's already a Viking flag up there anyway. That's Probably so what? funny. <laughs> a Viking flag. We, you know, they, they discovered everything else. There's already a couple of Viking flags stuck in well, there. Well, the, the, I heard there was a Greek guy up there because they invented everything. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like our like our guest next week. Is it well, next week? You know, 
supposedly um, we yes. already had anti-grav by that time. And I think it's entirely likely that we had already been to the moon previous to that and um, in, in oh. anti-grav craft. Bingo. I think we've been to the moon a lot. Yeah, we have. I think we have. They just you know stopped I mean? using those chemical rockets. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think we've been to the moon. Uh, not only did we go to the moon the first time, we went to the moon many times after that. And I think we've been to Mars. Yep. I think we've been a lot further than what what the yeah. world will tell oh, us yeah, right now. Probably. They're not telling us shit. They won't even oh, tell well. us the ingredients on the fucking vaccine. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> tell us anything. We got about 15 minutes, guys. Okay. Yeah. So, quick question. You know a lot about what's going on with the Federal Reserve, too, and how a lot oh. of stuff goes on. It, like, plays into... All of this, right? Yeah. What's happening with this digital money and the Federal Reserve? And how does this play into our current events and the bigger picture here? Mm. Well, it's all a control system. So okay. uh, very quickly. Oh, uh, and how do we discern propaganda from reality? It's a two-part question there. Well, the digital currency is all BS. I mean, you can't let them have a digital currency. It's bad enough that we're carrying around pieces of paper instead of pieces of gold and silver. But, you know, then you take another step and now it's just digits in a computer, right? There is no real money. So they can just say there's as many digits as they want to, or they can say there aren't as many digits as they want to. And they can say, well, you know, these are your digits, but you can't spend them here or there because we don't like your face anymore. So you think that won't happen? Oh, that's going to happen. It's like you didn't take your your little shot, little girl. So you can't have any more pizza and you can't have gas for your car. And um, oh, by the way, report for your shot or you have no access to your bank account or so, the Internet or the or yeah, all of the above, all of the above. Mm -hmm. So you think coercion was bad before you just wait until they have absolutely total, complete 100 percent control of your money. Now, the dollar is failing. That's, you know, that's happening. The, the reserve, then you got into the get reserve currency. The Federal Reserve is not a part of the federal government. It's not a part of the government at all. It's a privately owned bank and they have a license to print money. And then they loan our money to us with interest, mm -hmm. which means they have to print more money because there isn't enough money printed to make the interest. So if you make a dollar, you give it to us and say, okay, you got to pay us back a dollar 10. Where does the 10 come from? Now they got to make more money so we can pay them back. So that's what's known as, well, it's one of the mechanisms that creates inflation just to make money. You have to have inflation and you never get ahead. And it just means the money they already made is always worth less because you're just yeah. adding more money and it didn't come from anywhere. It's all fake. So yeah, nobody, nobody decided. Nobody, you know, when they were talking about the uh, digital currency, nobody suggested yeah. greenbacks like Lincoln and Kennedy did. Yeah. Which, incidentally, they both got uh, un un unlived for that. Yeah, they did. The time. Unceremoniously yeah, dismissed. Yes. Yeah, they were they were dismissed after trying to bring back the greenbacks. Yeah. Which, well, which uh, were debt free, a form debt free form of money, not yeah. with the Federal Reserve. Yeah. So anyway, so we're in trouble with that, with that. You, they get digital currency and we're in trouble. But, it, you know, it, in any case, it probably won't last for long because sooner or later, whether it's this sun cycle or the next one, which will be in another 11 years, when our uh, the shields around the earth have been, you know, reduced to that degree and the sun goes burp. And because we have no protection at all, it wipes out everything electrical everything there'll be you know no satellites no tv no power no gas no food no nothing it's all gone and i hate to be a you know i hate to be a doom monger but once again you know the cure for this is envision the beautiful future all right okay. 
and, and think about it and, and create it. You know, make the kitchen, make the counters, make the view outside the window. The people who make are there, the bacon you have, make the bacon. Yes, make, oh, it. make it. Yes. So that's that's the out, right? And they never tell you that on the TV. Of course, they don't tell you about the pole reversal or the Carrington event or any of that kind of stuff either, which is history. And I'll tell you, there is one more just to confuse the pot a little more. I mean, nothing simple, right? There's a there there's a there's a wild card. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen a graphical representation of the climate change in Earth's history. Mm-hmm. But they took the Greenland ice cords, of course, and they were able to plot uh, temperature over, oh gosh, like some huge scale, like five, 10 million years, right? Well, you think we've seen like temperature fluctuations now. This is, this is nothing. This is nothing. The graph was like this, right? Mm-hmm. Just like for for all, all of human history, as far back as they go, ice cores, millions of years. And in the last 5,000 years, it's flatlined. Yeah. It's actually cooled off a bit from what I understand, what I read, compared yeah. to where it used to be from the medieval era. Well, it depends on where you measure it from. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. So, but, but-, but just realize that 5,000 years previous to now, the, the swings in temperature and carbon and all the stuff they can measure were so far beyond the scale of what we can even begin to imagine now. So here's my question. What happened 5,000 years ago? Why did our weather become so incredibly stable only in the past 5,000 years? What happened? Hmm. Mm. You know what I think? What? I think they towed the moon in. And I think the moon stabilized. The moon stabilized it and anchored it. Yeah, stabilize whatever was causing these major fluctuations. So that's the big wild card with the whole, in my opinion, nobody else has said this. I've never heard anybody go anywhere near this, but I can't reconcile this 5,000 year flatline in, in weather and temperature. And again, we don't even, we don't even move it a bit, you know, with everything that's going on now, nothing, right? So huh. what caused this change 5,000 years ago? If you go look it up, you can see it. Randall Carlson goes all through it on an episode of Joe Rogan. So it, it was probably the first or second time that Randall Carlson was on Joe Rogan. If you really want to know more about this, go watch it. But they don't make any guesses about what caused this flatline business. And the only thing I can imagine is that's when they towed the moon in. So what difference is it going to make this time? When the galactic current sheet comes in, bumps the uh, bumps the sun, the sun goes burp, and our shields are down. What's going to happen? Because now the moon's involved. If the moon wasn't around last time, hmm. that's interesting. So that sounds crazy, but when you think about the fact that the moon does control the tides, and people go a little bit ape shit on full moons, but we are mostly water, so if we're mostly made of water. Yeah, and the the moon can pull tides. Of course, it makes uh, it'll pull us too. Yes, you know. So, I gotta say something real quick, man. I, yeah. I, Linda, I know you're not much of a person that uses cuss words, but I fucking love talking to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I I'm I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. You're so. This is. I can't wait for part three. I don't drive you. I don't drive you crazy. No, no, because it's it's. I oh my god, you don't understand. I. It's like our other guest. Um, what's her name? Uh, oh, the wrestler's wife. Uh, the blonde. 
Oh, uh, Chrissy, Chrissy Vane. Like, like Chrissy yes. Vane, um, yeah. you know, she spoke about spiritualism, spiritualism, um, connecting with that other side of your brain, so on and so forth, your heart. And then this is like this 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 like makes so much sense to me. I feel like yeah, I feel I, like I, I, this is so weird. It's like I'm, I'm talking, you're talking all this stuff, and it's like I know this, I knew this, I, I, I felt. I this. think too. I think that's why there's I, a war on spirituality too, because that's what we need to that's our pull out. all this to get to the next level. That's is our that out. love, yep. peace, yep, higher vibration, yeah. And then, and then they was, always say love, love fixes everything. It's like, yeah, right. Sure. It does. But then you really start oh, thinking about it. Oh, it does. How? It does. Um, and I'm writing a book about that. Oh, can we talk about your book next time you come on? Uh, or some of it? Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just writing it. It's a pretty, pretty, pretty interesting concept as you might imagine. I tie a lot of, tie a lot of bits of stuff together, but you know, it's I'm all so about excited. the humans coming together. We can, uh, we can be uh, creator. We, I think we were originally intended to be creator beings. Yes. And I think that's why that's we have the powers that we do. I, I they've been corrupted and. Oh, what is are that? You, are you familiar with that? I just learned this today. Oh, I saw Ubuntu? something like that. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Ubuntu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in certain regions of South Africa, speaking of love fixing everything, <gasps> when someone does something wrong, he's taken to the center of the village and yeah. surrounded by his tribe for two days while they speak of all the good he has done. Oh. They believe each person is good. Ah, sorry, it makes me cry. Yet sometimes we make mistakes, which is really a cry for help. Yeah. So they unite in this ritual to encourage the person Oh, God, I suck. Sorry. To encourage the person to reconnect with his true nature. The belief is that unity and affirmation have more power to change behavior than shame and punishment. So this is known as Mbutu. So humanity towards others. God bless them. If we all did that, can you imagine? There's our blueprint right there. Our blueprint for a better world. Yeah. I can't. I, I I want to talk about time travel next time. <laughs> well, yeah, this time travel is pretty interesting. So is lucid dreaming and all that stuff, and it, it's all real and it's all. And, and another thing, I'll I'll just mention really quickly. I don't know how we're doing on time. We're probably getting pretty close to about five um, minutes. We got five minutes. Time. But um, something that is going to be really important, and I would like to encourage everybody who's listening is get to know yourself. And the reason for that is because when these electrical changes are our, our brains are electrical and the signals are, are outside. They're not really from inside. Our brains are mostly cholesterol and water. And that's, it's just a, it's an antenna. It's a receiving antenna. So um, what's going to happen is in, in many cases, when the magnetic signals around us start going crazy, we could very well feel like we're crazy. And what you need to do is know yourself. In, in addition to which, there is actually, and I'm sorry, my dogs have gotten the bones sure. they're chewing, but um, there, um, and and that kind of mind control exists. And I'm going to give you an example, and this is an example that happened to me, and this is an example of mind control and what can happen just by man, but also when things start going crazy around you, you need to be able to be steady and stable and ground yourself. So I was. Um, <clears throat> Up in the wilds of Alaska, and I do mean the wilds of Alaska, like uh, 350 miles from the nearest road. 
and you have to fly uh, like two and a half hours in a DC three and land on a gravel strip next to the Bering Sea. I mean, I am in the wilds of Alaska. And, um, you know, my, my position on the scandemic and the, um, you know, the, the medicines they have to help you out with that. And I was down with that from day one. It's like, oh, no, you don't. Uh, 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 right. And I'm walking around and all of a sudden this thought comes into my head. And the thought says, you know, I could just take that and then I wouldn't have to fight the impulse and it would be all over with and I could just relax and I wouldn't have to think about it anymore. And this thought went on for like maybe two or three minutes. And I'm used to paying attention to what is going on inside my head. There's a lot going on. Okay, somebody's Somebody's got to police the action. But the truth of the matter is that I do pay attention to what I'm thinking and what's going on inside my head. And I thought that was really wild. And where did that thought come from? And I just, you know, and filed it away and went on about my business. And I got home and within a week or two of being home, I had listened to two podcasts, two separate podcasts. And both of these people had said, people had called in and reported to them that they had those exact same thoughts. And that's nuts. And so then I started talking to people about it. And I talked to three people. Three local people all had that exact same experience. They were all absolutely anti-injection people. And they all had this exact same feeling, exact same thoughts. That's mind control. That exists, folks. And I had that experience. And I was not the only person by a long shot. So that can happen. You, The defense is know yourself and be steady, Right. Be calm, take a deep breath, wait for things to play out. I've had some pretty crazy stuff happen and you just got to roll with it. Just, you know, deal with it, roll with it and don't freak. And the best way to do that is to know yourself and have faith and have friends and have friends you can call and have friends you can talk to about this. That's very important is to find your tribe. So find your tribe, be strong, know yourself. <laughs> Colin says, Linda's a dope guest. Need <laughs> more Linda in our lives. I want to stop I it right agree. here. Thank because, you, Colin. Um, Linda, and, and stay on with us uh, just for a brief minute after we go off the air and stuff like that so we could discuss. But I, I really, April, I mean, we can continue this conversation like we did into part three and then yeah. talk maybe the Kozlov mirror oh, yeah. and some oh, time yeah. travel. Yeah. Oh, and, we can talk about time. Oh, yeah. Remote viewing. Uh, time oh, travel. Viewing. Oh, yeah. I tell you all about that. It's oh, yeah. like one of my favorite. It's like some of my favorite stuff. Yeah, it's fun. So what's up, April? So yeah, no, just just remember, everybody, your your mind is so much stronger than we realize. Your mind controls your body. Your body does not control your mind. And I wanted to mention uh, next week we have Greek god Papadon coming yes. on as our guest. Yes, so, he's a good good god. Eh? That's there you go. He will be joining us. So uh, he is also a professional wrestler. He has his own podcast. He will be keeping us company. But in the meantime, Linda, where can people find you? You know, I'm not really out there. I should probably have social media. I you mean, should you have can, social media. Can, by the time uh, you come back, by the time you come back. Yeah. Okay. All right. I it's not get TikTok. On it. Not if TikTok. Anybody out there who wants to help me with social media, by all means, ping me. To Facebook, whatever. Find me. Track me down. They, they can find. They can find you on Facebook under your name. Yeah. Okay. There you go, Linda Martouche on Facebook. Drop her. Drop her a message if you are interested yeah. in in helping her with this kind of thing. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, in the meantime, thank you for, for being here with us. We will be live again Wednesday night from seven to eight 30. 
You can find me on uh, Instagram, Real April Hunter. You can find Big Ray Hernandez anywhere. You can find Linda on Facebook. And uh, we're signing off, and we love you, and thank you for being here. So, thank you. Remember, guys, (laughs) believe, dream, and it will happen. Emotionally feel it. Yes. Bacon. Bacon. Yes, bacon. Good night, guys. Good night.